You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, dear Real Presence Radio listeners. Thank you for staying with us. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly Schneider. We are coming to you live from the Fisher Commons at Trinity Junior High and High School in southwest North Dakota in the town of Dickinson. So I just have to brag about you. Amanda yeah. just ran down the hall, <laughs> literally. Ran down the hall. We had a little central time, mountain time confusion. She she bolted. She ran down the, the and she is not even winded. The other door to the admin office <laughs> you out the other door. I took all the back roads. I we just had some confusion and she's back and she wasn't even out of breath. If it was me, <laughs> get me oxygen. Well, I, we, I think we walked seven miles a day in D.C. last week, so maybe, no I, maybe I'm in better shape then. Thank you, Mrs. <laughs> well, uh, dear listeners, uh, we are going to continue to talk about all the good things happening at Trinity Catholic Schools. This morning we were just talking about Mardi Gras in the last segment, which is coming up next weekend. And right after uh, or right before Mardi Gras, starting on Monday already, we're going to launch into Catholic Schools Week. So uh, we have two of our our assistant chaplains here, Abby Linker and Ian Dorval, seniors here at Trinity High School, um, to visit with us about some of the things that are going to be going on next week with uh, Catholic Schools Week. So thanks for joining us this morning, guys. Yeah. I just went and plucked them out of class because we had a little <laughs> time confusion. <laughs> but we're here. It's all good. So um, Abby and Ian, you're both assistant chaplains. So for our listeners that don't know what that is, what, what's an assistant chaplain? So an assistant chaplain are assistants to the chaplain. There you so. go. Very self-explanatory. Wow, yeah. brilliant. So <laughs> Father Grant of Orac is our chaplain, and so we are his assistants, so we help out with daily mass. That's one of our really big responsibilities. Mm-hmm. We read in sacristan. And then our other really big thing is putting on Catholic Schools Week. So we've been planning since August to get everything together for yeah. Catholic oh. Schools Week. This yeah. doesn't just get pulled together the week before. Kind of. <laughs> but like <laughs> the final details. It's the final yeah. push. But yeah. Good for you guys. That's amazing. That's that's awesome. Being an assistant chaplain, Abby and Ian, I want you to talk a little bit about that process because it's not that you just raise your hand and oh, now you're an assistant chaplain, right? That's not how it works. Talk a little bit about about how you get to be an assistant chaplain. It's an honor, right? It's a it's a tremendous honor, in my opinion anyway, as mm-hmm. a teacher and as a parent. I think it's an honor. So we always start with a retreat. We, always, we went out to one of the teacher's cabins with Father, and we just spent time. We had daily Mass, got to know each other a little bit better, discussed what our responsibilities are. Um, like Abby said, daily Mass is a really big one. For a couple of the guys, it also means serving at the all-school Masses. Mm-hmm. And it's just helping out with menial tasks around the school with the chaplain. So if he needs us to go get something, we can run, go grab that quick, and bring it back to him. It also means to be um, upstanding classmates and schoolmates as well, Mm -hmm. to set an example for all the other students on what it means to live in, to be a Catholic student. Mm -hmm. And you had to apply, correct? There's an application process. Yeah, so last year, uh, Father Christian Smith was our chaplain, and he handed us the paper and was like, here are your responsibilities. You have to fill out an application. You have to answer a bunch of questions, being like, why do you want to be an assistant chaplain? Are you willing to accept responsibility? Are you willing to be a leader in the school? And you fill all those out, and then um, they look them over, and they kind of pick and choose who they want. So we have 18 
Yeah, I was just noting on there. You're on the wall behind us over here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that just a display of our assistant chaplains. They did kind of bios this year, which is kind of fun. And another mm-hmm. way of I was just thinking of like, as Ian was saying, role models, right, for the mm-hmm. school in leadership roles and. In a particular way. So, uh, as Abby said, one of the mm-hmm. big things you guys do, in a, in addition to just the the support of the chaplain on a daily and weekly basis with liturgies and mass, is to plan and implement our Catholic Schools Week. So, you guys have been in the Trinity system for many many years. Um, what? Tell us about Catholic Schools Week. If somebody d- doesn't know what that is, like what what does it mean? You know, for you as a student, what do you look forward to? It's kind of just an entire week devoted to celebrating the fact that we go to a Catholic school. (laughs) It's probably one of the best weeks of the entire school year. Like, we have Spirit Week at the beginning of the year, and it's like Spirit Week on steroids, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And Catholic Schools Week for me just means, like, celebrating the fact that, like, I go to Trinity and that I've been able to have a good Catholic education. Mm -hmm. And it's just a week filled with so much laughter and so much joy, just the whole week. All I hear are people laughing and giggling in the hallways, and so... Yeah, it's just a time to celebrate being yeah. a Titan. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of fun. Just a whole lot of fun. Ian, what do you look forward to about Catholic Schools Week, or what are your memories maybe of all these years? Um, so one of the biggest things that happens during Catholic Schools Week is the State Know Your Faith competition, yes. which we get to host this year, which we're super excited Very about. Exciting. That's yeah. something that the assistant chaplains also have to plan and get all set up. Mm-hmm. And in our seventh grade year, it was also hosted at Trinity. Oh. So now we've got it both seventh and senior year. We get to, Trinity gets to host the State Know Your Faith. It's always just a great thing to see all the different schools come together for an event like that. Listeners, I wish you could see the faces of Abby and Ian, because they're just beaming talking about Catholic. They're both so excited and just so, so alive with excitement about Catholic Schools Week and what it means. That's really beautiful. And and for, you know, our listeners, if you've never witnessed the State Know Your Faith competition, it's like... um, it's like a Catholic Jeopardy game show rock concert party <laughs> on steroids with like hundreds of high school kids. Usually there's some sort of lights, there's music. Uh, when you guys were seventh graders, we had a band made up of priests that did Living on a Prayer for the closing. Um, like, this is serious, right? So when we're hosting the State Know Your Faith this week, there's a lot of excitement here. Um, we'd, we'd of course like to win the trophy. That's, that's a thing, but we, we look forward to hosting our, our fellow Catholic high schools with that as well. So we've got that going on. Um, you, you do your local, the, the class competition, decide who's on each team. Then we have our school competition to decide who's going to compete against the rest. And then we have the state competition coming in on Wednesday. What are some of the other fun things that we're going to be doing next week? Um, so on that very first day when we decide the who's on our team, we also have a couple other stations. So one of the stations this year, which we've changed a little bit from last year, is we're going to have an hour of adoration. Uh, we also have two other stations. We have one in the gym where kids just kind of get a run around, have fun, let all their energy out. And then we also have like a board game sort of yeah, cards station cards, mm-hmm. just dance, stuff like that. Just yeah. the fun little activities. So fun and prayer. All all together, yes, which is we're all about that at Catholic schools, right? We're going to have fun, we're going to learn, and we're going to pray. Yep. Yeah. I think, too, um, Abby and Ian, maybe you can speak to this. One of the the really cool things that we do during Catholic Schools Week is the all-system mass, right? Which um, that brings together 
who does it bring together? It brings together all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Where do we have that? If you guys could talk about that a little bit. So we have that at Queen of Peace, which is the parish that's just like right across the street from Trinity. And they let us use it so that we can fit everyone into the building because mm-hmm. we would not all fit in our chapel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, it's just really cool because I feel like I barely ever get to see like the elementary school kids. Yeah. So it's really cool to see them. And then I know, I think last year, like, we did the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and it just really warmed my heart hearing all these like little kids like sing the Divine Mercy yes. Chaplet. That's something that I look forward to. It's yeah, just really it's beautiful. Really beautiful. Really, when we have you know ever, all the from the little littles, you know, the kindergarten all the way up to our seniors and all of our staff and faculty. Oftentimes, parents come um, just to really beautiful way to celebrate trinity catholic schools when we all come together for mass mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and seeing together and i imagine for you guys is your is your last catholic schools <laughs> week as as titans and just reflecting back to when you were little and coming up for those it's kind of got to be a bittersweet thing thinking yeah. about yeah it's it's really interesting to slowly have your view change over the years from where you're sitting because the classes always sit in the same spot so all the little (laughs) elementary kids are on the far left side of the body of the church and then you slowly move over then you jump to the right side because the seniors are always in the middle so it'll be interesting just to sit and just look around and see the rest of the system right there I think when we talk about Catholic Schools Week 2, Abby and Ian, you are, you know, you're speaking to people across Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. I mean, our whole listening area, there's little pockets of, big pockets of Catholic schools all across Mm -hmm. this area. So we've got parents and grandparents of students like yourselves who are just about ready to celebrate Catholic Schools Week. And it's something that really binds us together. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good point of, like, it's not just here. Yes, we're yep. celebrating our Catholic education, but it's it's nationwide, which is really, really exciting. It's pretty amazing. And, and the State Know Your Faith has really brought another dynamic to that whole thing of we're very connected. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to beat Sacred Heart or St. <laughs> Mary's or Bishop Ryan or whoever it is, we're connected, right? And it's fun for you guys to see your cohorts come, I think. Especially when we share things like Rome pilgrimage and yeah. all the things. So good. So after Catholic Schools Week is Mardi Gras, and that's tied in as well, students. So before we go to break real quick, what's your favorite thing about Mardi Gras? Because we just talked to Mr. Koffler. Oh, goodness. The Midway. Yeah, I would have to agree. Cakewalk. Cake. <laughs> yes! Schneider's excited because she's excited about the cakewalk too. Well, okay, we are ready out of time. Unfortunately, we have to go to a break here, dear listeners, but stay tuned as we continue to talk about all of the great things going on with our Catholic schools in the area and throughout the region. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The, the very day that uh, I was appointed as bishop, uh, I came over to the studio and, and uh, had an interview with you. And, and so that was my first introduction to the Real Presence. It's been, it's been part of my life as a bishop from the very beginning. And I felt, you know, from that very, very first time that uh, we talked uh, on the air, I, I felt like I already was being introduced to the faithful of our diocese and to this whole area, which, which is a great thing because, you know, one of the, the challenges for a new bishop, an old bishop, any bishop, is to um, have contact with his people and to be a part of their lives in some way. And Real Presence Radio, from the 
first day has helped me to do that. I really feel like I have a way to to reach the lives of our Catholic faithful and others as well who just happen to be listening. And and that's a real blessing because in a diocese as large as ours, area-wise, it's, it's hard to get around to every place. And um, I traveled all the parishes as much as I can, and, and yet this is a way that I can reach people that otherwise perhaps I wouldn't be able to visit with. And they get a chance to hear what's on my mind, and, and uh, through different events that I've participated in on the air, I've heard some of their questions too, which has been a lot of fun. So it's, it really is a blessing to me. I, I feel very fortunate that this, this network is so alive and so vibrant in, in our diocese and really in this whole Northern Plains area. It's wonderful. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, dear listeners. Thank you for staying with us. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp. I'm joined by Kelly Schneider. We're coming to you live from the Fisher Commons at Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. And so before the break, we were visiting with two of our senior students, Abby Linker and Ian Dorval, about the upcoming Catholic Schools Week. Uh, and we were enjoying our conversation so much that, backed by popular demand, we're keeping them for a few, <laughs> a few more minutes. Uh, we're bumping the president of Catholic Schools, as at her suggestion, actually, uh, to keep talking to our students. So um, there's a lot going on in January, right, in our our Catholic schools, Um, not only Catholic Schools Week and Mardi Gras, um, but just last week um, we had the annual March for Life pilgrimage. And so um, both Ian and Abby were with me uh, last week. Mrs. Schneider took students to Bismarck for the state uh, March for Life. So we just want to take a few minutes to visit about that. Now, Ian and Abby, for you guys, this was your second time going. Uh, on the pilgrimage, um, just speak a little bit about what was your experience like, and maybe how was it different this year? We were this was the post the first post row march. Yeah, it was an amazing pilgrimage. I just really felt connected to. You're on a bus for 30 hours, so you get to know people pretty well. Yes, but I felt very connected to all the students that went, and I think what made this march different was the fact that Roe v. Wade is no more. Um, it kind of had a more triumphant tone, I would say, just recognizing like this victory that we have had, but also acknowledging that we still have a long ways to go because abortion is still legal in a majority of states, and also recognizing that despite the fall of Roe v. Wade from 1973, there was over 60 million abortions, so just commemorating their lives because they still matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ian, for you, mm-hmm. thoughts, reflections on just the experience in last year versus this year? Uh, One of the biggest things, uh, difference that I noticed at the march this year is when you get, so there's a certain hill that we walk up, Mm -hmm. and when you get to the top of that hill, depending on where you're at in the march, you can look back and see almost everybody else. Luckily enough, we were at the front again this year, and 
you could look back and where before you'd see, I think it was just shy of 100,000 people last year, way more. It just kept going. kept going. You just couldn't, couldn't see, see the end. end of where the road, you, they turned around the corner from where we came. Mm-hmm. And it was just so incredible to see so many people come out and profess their belief in life starting at conception. Mm. Yeah, I think that that was kind of the sentiment on the bus on the way home was just, you know, when you're with that many people of like-minded, and we might differ on other things, right? There are different, there's different faiths, there's different walks of life there, but that we were all standing for the common cause of respect for all life from conception to natural death was really beautiful, I think, to see. And um, I know for me personally, just seeing students holding those signs that said, we're the post-row generation um, was really, really impactful. And I think that's really when it sunk in for me, like this is the next chapter mm-hmm. in the pro-life fight, you know. I have to ask, because I haven't ever been to the National March for Life, you're seeing tons of young people. You're mm-hmm. se- like, t- tell me about that. Like, what, you know? Yeah, it's just really cool to see kids like our age that are also out there fighting, because I feel like with social media and everything, it's very easy for the pro-life movement to get drowned out. Mm-hmm. And you can feel like you're in an echo chamber, and you're like, is anybody actually on my side? Yes. And then to stand at the Capitol and to look around and just see kids like our age from across North Dakota and across the nation is just so cool and really like reignites that in you to keep going. And inspiring too, I think, to see the people that have been there since the beginning. Yes. Since yes. the beginning. Yeah. Never stop fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. So. Ian and Abby, we have to let you go, but uh, thanks for, <laughs> stay, for staying with us yeah. uh, to talk a little bit about the March for Life. We're just going to take a quick break here, and we will be back uh, with the president of Trinity Catholic Schools and the dean of students of Trinity Junior High and High School. Don't go away. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. Pope Francis speaks a lot about letting Jesus out, about the danger of being self-referential, when we really should be breaking out of that mode and avoiding a country club or bunker model of church. Our Holy Father is telling us we need to be beacons of Jesus' light and go meet the world where it lives, not staying in a church building or even among churchy people. All the activities of the body of Christ should be ordered to mission. After all, everyone needs to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. The charisms and gifts of the Holy Spirit necessary to carry out this apostolate do not manifest until faith becomes a friendship with the person of Jesus. But they are there by virtue of our baptism and confirmation. You are already equipped. Just surrender yourself to the Lord and He will work through you. Remember, it's not about you, it's about Him. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, Real Presence Radio. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp. I'm here with Kelly Schneider. We are live from Trinity Catholic Schools, Fisher Commons in Dickinson, North Dakota. 
continuing to talk about uh, all the good things going on in our Catholic schools, particularly here at Trinity, uh, as we are now joined by Maria Scari, the president of Trinity Catholic Schools, and Father Christian Smith, our dean of students at Trinity Junior High and High School. Thanks for popping down to be with us, guys. Well, thank you for having us again. Yeah. It's great to be here. Good to be here. We've been talking about all sorts of things going on this morning. Yes, we've talked about <laughs> Mardi Gras, a little bit about Catholic Schools Week, a little bit about the March for Life pilgrimage that just happened. We're hosting the state your faith next week like whoo it's a whirlwind right always something going it on is here. january is a great time to be a titan just like every we say that every day but yes. i think january is really <laughs> spectacular yes yeah, just going on lots and lots happening uh in our schools and so just maybe a little bit about um what you want to highlight with with all that that's going on and outside involvement as we were talking about the break of parents coming in and there's legislative things going on and just there's a whole of gamut of things. Yes. Yeah, we're in an exciting time, right, with the legislative session. We only get this every other year. So let's start there. Let's talk about that first. Well, we're part of a really great group of uh, non-public schools uh, across the state. So our network is, is really strong, and we meet weekly and just watch legislation, uh, especially that legislation that might be impactful to non-public schools like ours. And uh, in particular, there's a House bill coming up that uh, we're really excited about um, that we're watching closely. So um, do pay attention to any information that's coming out from your non-public schools. And that's not just in our Catholic school network. That's our, you know, our, our friends at uh, our Lutheran schools and other Christian schools across the state, um, because if there's anything that we need help on uh, phone calls, emails, uh, testimony, things like that. You may be contacted if you're a friend to uh, non-public schools in North Dakota. So I just say, watch your email, pay attention the next couple of days, especially session moves really quickly. Yes. And so as these bills come up and hearings mm -hmm. are happening, uh, we have to be pretty responsive to them. And so, like I said, we, we expect to have a few that we're watching closely um, ignite some communication uh, to get some help. Uh, so just watch for that. And information on social media, emails, social media, websites. email. We'll use our Titan Train for any yes. listeners nice. who, even if you're in North, in South Dakota, you mentioned the network of listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do follow us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Mm -hmm. See what's happening at Trinity Catholic Schools. But you can also sign up on our website for our Titan Train, and that's a, a great e-newsletter. And at weekly basis, it tells you all great things happening at Trinity. And just a good way to stay connected, mm -hmm. you know, of, of information, as you said, not only with our network, but across the listening right. area, because really, just like Catholic Schools Week is across the nation mm -hmm. and impacts so do a lot of, of these things, you know, not just here. Absolutely. I think, too, uh, you hit on it, Maria. I mean, it's the North Dakota legislative session. So that means we have a partnership with schools mm -hmm. and people across the state. We talked mm -hmm. about the collaboration that exists within Catholic Schools Week right. and celebrating that. You want to talk about that a little bit, maybe just how, especially in times like this, the sticking together, the watching and being vigilant together. I mean, I'm sure that adds a whole new dynamic. It really does. And we, it, we you had mentioned all of the exciting things happening, you know, in these, these weeks in January, and we look forward to them every year. And every year we get to see the beauty of that collaboration and we get to see the strength of our, our, our Catholic school community uh, come together and, uh, and to celebrate uh, our Catholic schools together. And without our parents, without our stakeholders in the community, friends to community, grandparents, um, just those who really have a vested interest in providing an option for kids uh, to have a religious education. Mm -hmm. Is so important. So we see that investment of time and talent and treasure, um, especially this time of year and, and during session. Right. Mm -hmm. And so much so, I, I was fascinated with Ian and Abby last, mm. you know, section, um, <clears throat> kind of having that moment at the March for Life where they're seeing all these young people and kind of rallying around a similar cause. Um, I feel that way at Mardi Gras usually mm -hmm. every year mm -hmm. that, you know, here's a dedicated group of parents that, you know, we don't always kind of 
see what's going on with each other, but here we are in the same building, everyone's together, like on the same mission. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a very similar experience to what they were feeling mm -hmm. here in Dickinson. In a and that way. coming together when we, we had Kyle Koffler, the chair of the Mardi Gras, in the first segment, and, you know, really talking about how it involves so many more people than just our students and just our parents. And it's really a community feel that there is something about building relationship and building community that is so central to Mardi Gras. And I think of Catholic Schools Week because next week, not only for Mardi Gras at the end of the week, but we will have parents and grandparents and patrons mm -hmm. in our building sharing with us in the joy of Catholic schools, you mm -hmm. know, with that. So, um, listeners, we have to go to a, a hard break here. Um, check out Trinity Catholic Schools website and our social media for information on not only legislation and Catholic Schools Week, but Mardi Gras and all the great things going on. Stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back after this break. <laughs> 